Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Your Relationship With podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Snow. Yesterday, we had our Women Who Network virtual speed networking event, and it was so good. I know I say this every time, (laughs) but every time we have it, I think that is the best one we ever had. It's women from all over the country that come together. They want to get to know each other. They want to build their business. They want to do it together. They want to support each other. They want to practice networking like bosses and not like weirdos. And it is just super, super fun. So if you want to join us for our next one, it is May 3rd from 1 to 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I will put the link to register in the show notes. Definitely check it out if you want to take your business to the next level with some other amazing women. All right, let's launch into today's episode. Today, I am talking with Jasmine Rice. Jasmine's a certified transformational life coach. She's an NLP practitioner. She's also the best-selling author and founder of Good Things Are Gonna Come LLC. I love the name. This is an integrative coaching business and aligned community aimed at helping others feel empowered as they rebuild their lives following and during life transitions. So in this interview, Jasmine and I talk about self-care, what it actually is, which is not just massages and manicures, why self-care is so important in your relationship with yourself, and why self-care and your relationship with yourself is so important when you're building a business. She's got some awesome little nuggets to share about things you can do right now to start improving your self-care and improving your relationship with yourself, which, take it from me, is going to help your business flourish. This is what's going to help you create a business and a life that you truly love and are excited about deep down in your soul. So without further ado, here's my interview with Jasmine Rice. Hello, Jasmine. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here and talk to you about your relationship with yourself and about self-care and how those things relate to business. This has actually been a huge thing for me in my business in the last like six months. So I'm really excited to dig into that. But before we do that, tell everybody a little bit about you and about your relationship with self-care. Absolutely. Um, I am a transformational life coach. I do personal and professional coaching through transition. So the transition could be something personal like a divorce, a breakup, or on the professional side, it could be a career change or a change in leadership at your current job. So a little of both. And my relationship with self-care has been ongoing really my entire life, but really I focused more on it about five years ago when I was going through my own divorce and a job loss of my own as well. That's really When I realized that transformation had to involve a a huge amount of self-care that I was putting on the back burner at the time. Yeah, 100%. I have had those experiences also. And I feel like sometimes if you're not taking care of yourself the way that you should be, the universe just takes care of it for you. (laughs) They're like, okay, well, here's a broken leg or okay, here's a cold. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Now you can rest whether you want to or not. So when we talk about self-care, what are we really talking about? Because I think a lot of times when people hear self-care, they think like, oh, I got to go get massages and get my hair done and get my nails done. But what are we really talking about when we talk about self-care? 
Yes. When I'm explaining it to people similar to what you just said, it's a buzzword that we hear all over social media. And if you Google it, often you will see people going and getting a massage, going to the spa, which are amazing forms of self-care. But when I'm talking about self-care with my clients, it's really the basic things that we need to focus on. And it's so individual and personalized to ourselves. So self-care involves your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health. And it can be anything from making sure you're getting enough sleep to exercising, to drinking enough water. But again, it's very personal for you. Uh, What self-care to one person could be very different from the others. But a lot of that, again, self-care that I focus on are those things that we need to do every single day. When you're going through a challenging time in your life, taking a shower and brushing your teeth are great forms of self-care. Yes, a million percent. And sometimes that's all you can manage and you have to celebrate that for sure. Exactly. So how does that relate to your relationship with yourself? So I I think that's another buzzword that I've seen all over social media is um, the number one relationship you should have is the relationship with yourself. It's so important. And no one really explains what that means. And the relationship with yourself is really your it encompasses like your self-esteem, your self-image, your self-worth, how you're talking to yourself. So self-care is an important part of that relationship with yourself. How are you taking care of yourself on a daily basis? And it is true that the most important relationship that we have is with ourselves, because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be better for all of those other relationships in your life, your partner, if you have children, if you're a parent, your coworkers. So you really do need to practice that self-care as a part of that relationship with yourself. Yeah. And I think that's an important point too, because my next question was going to be, how do we take care of ourselves when we're so freaking busy? But I'm thinking about like, not just in business, you and I were just talking before we got on this call about how busy we've been this week and how all of a sudden it's Friday and we're like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) And I know lots of business owners relate to that, but I'm also thinking of like, my sister has four kids and three dogs and a foster dog and a husband and a full-time job and like all of these other things. And so I'm thinking about her and how she is often too busy for self-care, but then how that impacts her ability to do all of these other things that she's so busy doing, right? Like, can you talk a little bit about that and how it impacts your business and your relationships and your family when you're not taking care of yourself? Absolutely. And I have a sister who very similar. She's very busy with so many different things. And I often talk to her about making sure she's taking time for yourself. And we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We do. It's true. And how we choose to utilize that, it's up to us. And so we are pulled in so many different directions. And if you have a full-time job, or even if being a a stay-at-home mom is your full-time job, and you have children, and you have friendships, and you have all of these things you're trying to balance, we're getting pulled in so many different directions. But that self-care, you said she doesn't have time for self-care. Self-care doesn't have to be elaborate. Self-care can be five minutes of your day that you're spending in the shower, taking deep breaths, practicing gratitude, getting ready for the day that's ahead of you. If we are constantly saying that we don't have time for self-care and putting it on the back burner, we are going to get burnt out. And you're not going to be giving 100% in all of those different areas of life. We have to just reset take that little bit of time for ourselves to be able to be our best selves. 
Yeah. And I think that applies to, especially for me when I was in the beginning of being a new business owner, like working my way towards even five figure months, let alone six figure months was like, I will do all of that self-care stuff when I am there, like when I'm already making money, because when you're a new business owner, for most of us, it's like, okay, I got to be making money yesterday. Like I always joke when I started my business, I told my, he's my husband now, but he was my boyfriend at the time. And I told him, give me three months to see if I can make this work. If I can't make it work in three months, I'll go get a job. I'm like, what did I think was going to happen in three months? (laughs) I was like three years in and still like, okay, hold on. I know I'm about to start making money. But when you're in that space, it's really, really hard. I think to stop and be like, okay, I'm not going to work on this website. I'm not going to work on this funnel. I'm not going to work on this lead magnet, whatever it is. I'm going to stop and go take a walk or take a bath or do something for myself because we have that inner voice. It's like, no, no, you can do that when you're making money. Right now you need to do this other thing. (laughs) Can you talk about that a little bit? I was right there with you. Exactly yeah. the same thing. I I also had that three months. Okay, in three months, if I don't see this happen, I'm going to go back and get that nine to five job. And similar to you, it was three years. And I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing some traction here. This is amazing. But I was doing exactly what you're doing. I was not taking breaks for myself in the beginning of my business. And that would be probably the, the number one thing I would advise someone who is starting their own business, because it's very scary when you're an entrepreneur and you were used to having this steady check, the steady income coming in. You knew every month what your income was going to be. And when you're an entrepreneur starting your own business, you might have a couple of different streams of income coming in and you don't know what that income is going to be for the, the month. So it's stressful. And if you stop working, then when's the money going to be coming in? Mm -hmm. But I realized that taking a walk, you said taking a walk in the middle of the day was so amazing for me. And it was just around the block with my dog at the time. She passed away. She's not here anymore. But Mm -hmm. that's really what I was doing was I was taking just a 10 minute walk around my block to get away from my computer, not look at a screen, not take my phone with me and just reset myself so I could come back and get back at it. Because yes, I I knew I was going to have to be putting in a lot of hours, which I love because I love what I do, but I still needed to be taking those breaks for myself. So um, you also mentioned taking a bath. I would do that sometimes in the middle of the day, even for five minutes to just warm up. But we have to remember that if we're just go, 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 and that's all we're doing when we're starting our new businesses, you're going to get burnout. And it's going to be more appealing for you to go back to that nine to five job because it's a steady income. But if you just take that 10 minutes, it's like you reset yourself. So you're ready to to get back at it. Yes, I totally agree. My experience building my current business has been so different than my experience building my previous business. I was a dating coach for six years before this, before I transitioned to helping women in business. And building that first business, I really didn't have the awareness of how important self-care was and how important it was to just be able to step back sometimes and take a breath and be like, you know what? everything is going to get done. Like even just this morning, I was telling myself, I was telling you, I'm leaving for Hawaii in 11 days. I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I haven't done, gotten our taxes ready. I have to do this. I have to do, I haven't packed. Like I haven't done all the things. And I was telling myself this morning in the shower, I'm like, you know, everything's going to get done. It always gets done. So just calm down. And I feel like that's been the biggest difference for me in building this new business is I've had more of an awareness of like, 
I know how I got to the point where with my last business that I was like, I'm over this. I'm not excited. When I wake up, I, it's more of a chore than it is like, oh yes, I get to work in my business today. Like that's the point that you get to when you're just push, push, push and not stopping to take care of yourself. And then you create a business that you don't love because you haven't loved yourself through the process of creating that business, right? Exactly. And it's interesting you say that because I am a coach and I work with people on personal growth and personal development. And a lot of what I do talk about is self-care, but then I'm not practicing it myself. And I wasn't doing that when I was building my business in the beginning. And basically I was sending a message to myself that I wasn't as worthy as what I was coaching my clients on. And really when I implemented self-care on a daily basis, it was my my business just changed. I was mm-hmm. working so hard and not seeing growth. And it was because I was burning myself out. I was getting to that point that you were at and I wasn't excited anymore about this business that I was growing. And it was because I wasn't taking that time for myself. And you know, when you are starting a business and you're an entrepreneur, it's difficult to say you're going to shut off at six o'clock every day. That might not be realistic, but that's okay. It doesn't mean then in the middle of the the day at 12 o'clock, you can take that time where you're disconnecting from emails and you're not responding to those phone calls. You might have to fit it in at different times, but you still have to look at your calendar and figure out where that's going to work for you. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that really helps me is using the focus timer where you can set like increments that you're going to work and then increments of a break. And so even like I'll work, I'll set it to work for 30 minutes and then have a five minute break. And during that five minute break, I will like get up and have a dance party with my dog. I'll get up and get a drink of water or whatever. You know, sometimes I'll just go stand outside and like feel the sunshine and breathe the air. And when I have the longer breaks, I do something different, but I like having something set up like that, like uniformly and systematically. That's like, okay, ding, ding, ding. Now it's time to go do something to take care of yourself. Even if it's only a five minute thing, like you said, and you talked about putting it on your calendar. And I want to talk about that a little bit, because this is something that I see happen a lot. And I was totally guilty of this previously is we put things on our calendar for self-care. And then I, I am famous for this. I will look at my calendar at the beginning of the week and be like, okay, what can we take off this calendar? Because it is out of control. And usually the first thing to go is my self-care. Why does that happen? And how can we stop doing that? I think it's entrepreneurs do it more so because mm-hmm. again, it's our business. If we aren't putting in so many hours, then it might fail. So we have that pressure that we're putting on ourselves really. And we think that the, you know, the five minutes of the deep breathing that we do in the morning might be enough. So that's what we're going to compromise on. We'll do that instead of saying, I'm going to cut the day short and end at six o'clock today and not work this evening. And it's the pressure that we're putting on ourselves because we want to be successful. We put our time, our money, our energy, our tears into building these businesses and we don't want to see them fail. Or even if it's um, you don't have your own business and you, you know, you're working for an employer that again, you want to do the best that you can do. So it's that pressure that we're putting on ourselves. And if you really do take that time though, it's amazing how you can see you just have more energy for all of these other things that are on your calendar. 
Yeah, for sure. And we talked, we started in the beginning of this conversation talking about your relationship with yourself. And I think honoring those commitments that you make to yourself is really huge in your relationship. I was just telling my coach this yesterday. I'm like, it's not the fact that I go get a massage or I go get a facial or I go on a walk or whatever it is that I do. It's the fact that I said at this time, I'm going to do something that's for me. And then I actually honored that, like no matter what it is. And that I feel like is a game changer in your relationship with yourself. Don't you think? It's very empowering to yeah. be able to to stay true to that. Because imagine if it was somebody else that you're you're breaking plans with them. You're constantly telling them, oh, let's let's move our dinner to next week. Oh, I can't do it this week, next week. You're doing the same thing to yourself. So when you view it that way, that you know, you're your best friend, you should be honoring this and and showing up for yourself. Because when you're not, you're not taking this time, it's just it's it's not selfish. It's really not. And I think so many times we think that it's selfish that we're taking this time for ourselves when in reality it is just making us better in all of those different relationships. It's making us better in our jobs. Yeah. And to your point, if we were doing that to someone else, eventually that relationship would fail, right? That person would stop making plans with us. They would stop trusting us when we say things. They would stop believing the words that are coming out of our mouth because we've consistently shown we're not reliable. Don't listen to me. I'm not there for you. And we're essentially doing the same thing in our own relationship with our own selves. And that is huge, I think. Yes, exactly. So what is something or a few things maybe that people can start doing today if they're listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, Melissa and Jasmine are right. I don't do a great job taking care of myself. I know I need more of that because I'm feeling this burnout. I'm feeling this like drain of energy. What are some things that people can start doing today to improve their self-care and therefore their relationship with themselves? I think the easiest thing is the 10 minute rule and the 10 minute rule is you're taking 10 minutes for yourself. So that means no social media, no hopping on your phone, no texting your friends, not checking emails, and you're getting out of that environment that you're usually in. And if you sit at a desk all day, you're away from your desk and you're going on a walk. You're just taking deep breaths. You maybe pick up a book that you keep saying that you're going to read and you read a chapter of it. 10 minutes. The 10 minute rule, it's easy. And it's it's going to be different for everybody. If you want to meditate for 10 minutes or again, moving your body is amazing. When I stand up after I've been sitting for two hours on meetings and Zoom calls, then I can stand up. I'm like, oh, this feels really great. But I just say it's the 10 minute rule. I think that's the easiest thing to implement because it doesn't have to be a set time, whatever 10 minutes works for you and, and honor that 10 minutes. So if you are going to go on a walk, don't take your phone with you because someone probably is going to call or text during that time and walk away. So you don't hear your email ding every time you, an email pops in and just really disconnect for 10 minutes and see how that feels. I suggest doing it for the whole week for five days. Say, okay, for 10 minutes this week, each day, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes and just see how that changes it and have it be an interruption though. So not starting your day off with that 10 minutes to yourself mm. or ending your day, have it be an interruption in the middle of the day that you're actually having to remove yourself from the daily flow, give yourself that 10 minutes and then come back at it. What's the importance of that doing it as an interruption instead of doing it to start your day or end your day? 
So I'm also an NLP practitioner, and it's a lot with the mindset and, and changing those unconscious thoughts in your mind and, and patterns. So pattern interruption is very, very successful in actually seeing significant change in your life. So when you're changing up your daily routine, your patterns, that's when you can see sustainable long-term change. Mm, that totally makes sense. That's awesome. So you mentioned before we got on this call, you have a little self-care book, right? I do. I have a free self-care ebook that you can download on my website and it's called seven self-care tips. You know, you should be doing, but you're not. <laughs> and it's because I, I don't talk about going to the spa or getting a massage. Again, those are wonderful forms of self-care. It's those daily things. So you're not getting overwhelmed. I talk about exercising and moving your body, but I also don't say that you need to schedule an hour every morning to go to the gym or get on the treadmill, moving your body and exercising it can be very, very different for each of us. So there are realistic ways to add in self-care without you feeling overwhelmed. I think people hear self-care as another task that they have to add in. And then they're just like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. One more thing to do. That's the exactly. last thing I need. <laughs> awesome. I will put the link for that book in the show notes for anybody who wants to download that. And if people want to connect with you further or find out more about what you do, what's the best way for them to do that? The best way is just to visit my website, which is goodthingsaregonnacome.com and the link to all of my socials you can find there. I have a blog that I post that's just free content and a couple of other freebies you can find there as well. Awesome. I love it so much. Thank you so much, Jasmine. This has been great. Thank you, Melissa. Have a great day. Hey there. Did you love this episode? Make sure that you hit subscribe so that you don't miss any in the future. Also, leave us a review. It's helpful for me to know that you love this podcast and it helps more awesome female entrepreneurs just like you find the information that they need.